your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Always happy to go out to the Brown and Group and Celebrity Line to be joined by Eno Sayers. You can find his work over at The Athletic, where he writes about baseball. He's among the best in the business when it comes to breaking down pitching. Follow him on Twitter at Eno under Eno Sayers, excuse me, on Twitter as well. Eno, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's uh middle of the season. I this is uh, when the team starts separating and uh and the Cardinals are right there in the mix. They've been doing pretty well, all things considered, this year. And it's been the young guys that have really stabilized things, especially on the offensive side of things. You know, I wanted to ask you about their rotation right now because Jack Flaherty, uh, we don't really know how severe this is or how long he's going to be out. But at least the next 15 days uh, with the dead arm and they, they called it shoulder stiffness. We'll see what that holds for the, the Cardinals. But as you look at their rotation right now, how do you assess what they have available to them? I think they need help. <laughs> uh, they're they're ranked 22nd um, among starting rotations uh, so far on Fangraphs, and I think that just about uh, sums it up. And you know, Palante's doing his best, and uh, Dakota's you know, doing pretty, pretty good. But, you know, I think when we saw when Matthew Libertor came up, uh, the back end of the rotation is not ideal right now. So with that being said, you know, let's start with the guy who was supposed to be the ace. What's the concern level? Because you know, pitching better than anybody. What's the concern level with what Jack Flaherty is dealing with this time around? Yeah, it's not good uh, to hear, you know, some disagreement about when he should have come up. Um, and uh, and then, you know, I have a, a metric that looks at a pitcher's stuff, um, and uh, 100 is average. Uh, Flaherty was showing 87s uh, when he went in those two starts. So his stuff was much, much reduced, um, and I'm, I just – I'm not sure – if that's going to come back this year or next year or ever, or like, you know, what the, what the deal is there. I think you kind of, I think you kind of have to make a plan where he's, you're not depending on him. You know, I just think that's honestly what you got to do because to have him to have the setback uh, with the story behind it, um, you just, you can't depend on him uh, going forward. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying 
Like, you know, I'm not saying that you can't depend on Jack Flaherty ever. I'm just saying that if you were planning this team, you'd have to say, what can we do? You know, let's let's if we get Jack Flaherty back, that's great. But let's what can we do otherwise? That's kind of where we're at as well. You know, I mean, we, we look at where you're at schedule wise too, and that kind of plays into this, where you're just you're running out of runway. You were supposed to be able to see what he looks like with the a full workload going into the All Star break, and then you've got another couple of starts potentially prior to the trade deadline, and then you know, okay, this is what we're working with with Jack. We can work around that. Well, now you're off for the next 15 days at a minimum. We'll see if he takes a rehab start after. After that, that pretty much takes you up to the all-star break. You might get one or two starts where he's on a reduced workload prior to the deadline. And then you're just betting on hope at that point in time. So, you know, if they end up going the route that we're talking about, where they have to say, okay, we can't have him as a big part of our planes at the front end of the rotation. We've been saying they kind of need somebody to factor into that top three with Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis, somebody else that can fit in there in your playoff rotation. If this team gets there, are there guys yeah. that you think could become available that would make sense for the Cardinals in that top three of the rotation. You know, I'm locally here in Northern California. And so we're, you know, I was just debating with a, with an old uh, uh, writer who's been here forever um, about Frankie Montas and, you know, when would he be available and when would he be traded? And he reminded me that uh, there were miles and miles of ink, um, you know, spilled basically talking about when Sonny Gray would be traded. And there were all these Sunny Gray uh, trade packages, trade ideas. When will Sunny Gray? Blah, 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 blah. And it kind of it went down to the last minute, and he was traded in his last, I think, his last season of control, or maybe he had one more season. Um, and so, you know, I do know that in the past, the A's have tried to win every year. And so you could see Montas and Sean Murphy as sort of building blocks for next year, try to use this year to figure out who's going to be there and then spend a little bit of money next year. However, the whole thing with the stadium makes this seem like it's not business as usual in Oakland. This is the lowest they've ever spent uh, on, on their roster and the least they've ever spent on the roster. And so I think Montas should be available. It was a long winded way of saying maybe Frankie Montas and then maybe somebody on the Marlins, um, you know, but uh, you know, people are saying Pablo Lopez, maybe. Uh, that'll cost a little bit more, I think. Well, and that's where I was going to go at with with uh, Montas. You know, do you look if if you're a Cardinals fan and you're wanting the Cardinals to make that trade for Frankie? Do you look at the Sean Mania trade and kind of go off of okay, that's what it's going to take, or do you think it's going to be more? Oh, I believe Mania is a free agent at the end of the season. Yeah, this is the final year of control for him. Oh, it's the final. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and Montas has one more year, so it's going to be more. It's going to be more. And then Pablo Lopez um, is a free agent. I think there's even more uh, control on him. Um, yeah, he's a free agent in 2025. So uh, you're basically looking at, you know, like, do we spend a, a, this much for Montas or this much more for Lopez? The, the problem is beyond that, I don't, I, I there's not a ton of uh, names that come forward. Like I, the Orioles just don't have that much pitching that's available, you know, and the White Sox are still fighting to stay in it. Um, maybe the Tigers have a pitcher you like. Are uh, you believing in Martin I, Perez I and what's <laughs> happening this year for him? Because he was the only other guy that I we kind of identified. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't go that far uh, for him. I wouldn't. I, I think that he'd be fine if you thought that 
like if you did think that Jack was coming back and you just wanted to have someone uh, in the meantime uh, or someone to join the back end uh, as like a fifth starter, that's uh, that's where I see Martin Perez. Because Mar- as much as Martin Perez's um, you know surface stats look good right now, this is he did this last year where he had a two ERA in the first half. Um, and he looked amazing. He had a seven ERA in the second half for Boston last year, and he was left off the playoff roster. And there's, if I'm looking under the hood, I just don't see anything he's functionally doing different than last year. You're in Oakland, so you would know more watching day-to-day and understanding this guy's history than we do. Is Paul Blackburn real, or are these numbers a mirage for him? <laughs> <laughs> I, find it, I find it very difficult. I, I, I you know... This isn't easy, you know, trying to figure out if a pitcher is good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard. It's really thing. hard. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you that, like, my model does not uh, think, you know, I have a model that looks at stuff and, and location and tries to, you know, pull that out. Uh, Blackburn does not look great in that model. He has a an above-average cutter uh, and, a, and an above-average slider, but he doesn't use a slider very much. So it's above-average cutter, and then every other pitch is basically around average. The nice thing is he does have five pitches, you know, and I've heard that, you know, pitchers that have a good four seam and sinker combination uh, that they can be uh, particularly difficult to face because you can play those two hard pitches off each other. So, you know, he's an okay pitcher. You know, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because that's what Cardinals fans are bringing up. Madison Bumgarner. Is he cooked? (laughs) Ah, he's an interesting one. Uh, you know, there isn't anybody who's uh, got more of a red ass than him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was trying to come up with another way to say it. He's very competitive. <laughs> um, I, I feel like he's going to get the most out of out of his stuff. And so when I look at the model and say, okay, he's got like 90-ish stuff and then good command and looks like about a league average pitcher – he might be the kind of guy that you could pick up for not much. And then he would give you that competitive spirit uh, and be a true, be a number three, even though his, you know, his stuff isn't what it used to be. So, you know, I just got to bring this text to the conversation because somebody just texted in on our text line and they said, why are we entertaining just average pitching? We've got to try to be thrilled with that. That just straight up sucks. I just looked at the upcoming free agent market on the starting pitching side that's just where we're at right now. There's not a lot yeah. of upper level pitching that you can go trade for that you get excited about. And then the, the flip side is, let, let's say you do, like, well, it's Pablo Lopez would be somebody to get excited about, right? Mm-hmm. And there's years of, con, of control and he'd be a frontline guy and you'd be super excited about that. It will take something that hurts, you know, in terms of, of prospects. and Like Nolan uh, Gorman would be their starting point, right? I mean, would it be? I don't know, but uh, like, if you don't put Nolan Gorman in, what are you putting in? I mean, maybe you could put something together where you use some actual major league young guys. You know, like I don't know, would like Yepes be a starting point? They want bats. It'll it will happen. What about if the Cardinals said, you know what, we've got a lot of outfielders right now, and uh, I don't even know because of the club control that Tyler O'Neill. If he would he be a starting point that would be of interest for other teams? Um, that's an interesting one. I I do think so. Yeah, it'd be really funny because they 
They traded Marco Gonzalez for Tyler Honey. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, they could uh, use Marco then, Gonzalez then right now. Yeah, it turns say, out. Can, they, can they redo that trade? <laughs> I, I think that Tyler O'Neill is really, really good. And last year he had some of the best bad ball quality in the, in the league. Um, and then you saw what could happen when he came back between IL stands in June. He was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he's really good again. So I don't know if I, I think, um, but it's fewer years of control. So like Dylan Carlson, you have for longer. Um, and maybe Dylan Carlson, the, the ceiling is lower, but the floor is maybe higher, mm-hmm. right? Because we're, we're seeing the floor maybe for Carlson right now. So I, I think that might be interesting. I think that's why I think if you do get Pablo Lopez, it's going to take, it's going to take someone off the major league roster or it's going to take like, you know, I don't think they're going to want to trade Jordan Walker or Nolan Gorman. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that goes down. But that's what I'm talking about in terms of pain. Like do you want Pablo Lopez? Do you want him Jordan Walker bad? No, 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 God, and, no. And I can tell you right now, the Cardinals, I can, I can promise you do not want him Jordan Walker bad. Final question exactly. that I've got for you, Eno. Uh, let's go back to Frankie Montes because he's, he's the guy, right? Like the, when you're looking across the market, he's the one that fits everything the Cardinals need. When you're looking at it from Oakland's perspective, and they're kind of in a different place from the Miami talks that we were just discussing is there a deal to be made there with the Cardinals? Like if the Cardinals said up front, because I, I can tell you this would be probably their perspective, Walker, Gorman, Herrera, win. we're not trading any of them. Is there a deal to be made off of that point with Oakland? I think so. I think so because um, the Oakland needs so much, you know, um, and, and I think you could put together, and they also, Oakland really loves players that are in the big leagues or just about to hit the big leagues. So I think you could put together something where you put together one of your back end starting pitching uh, guys that's young and has a lot of years of of control team control left. Maybe Juan Yepes, you know, where you're giving them a good bat, they can figure out what position he plays. Um, You know, something where you're not giving up your your A plus guys. uh, You're you're dealing right below that, and and you kind of give them quantity because Oakland needs quantity. So I do think Montas is the most uh, possible, but I also know that I probably everywhere else that wants a starting pitcher is saying, you know what? I bet you Montas will be easier to get. <laughs> you know, final one from me, and I'm going to go back to the Cardinals pitching side because my co-host and I get into a lot of arguments over this. Oh boy, good luck with this one. He ain't the guy to ask about your guy. <laughs> you know, who is Dakota Hudson? Oh my God, no, <laughs> no, I. I my model does not like him at all. Yeah, well, my co-host he, uh, doesn't either. <laughs> and you know, but it's not just uh, my stuff model, which you know, hey, that's uh, you know, that's science stuff. Who cares? The other metrics don't like him either. There's uh, one of the most powerful metrics in season is strikeouts minus walks. He has uh, a three percent strikeout minus walks. League average is fourteen percent. So Wolf. he's barely. <laughs> Striking out people more than he's walking. Another thing, the whole league wants strikeout rate. He has a strikeout rate that's half the league average in terms of strikeout rate. Uh, you know, there's a thing called uh, Sierra, which is it's it's like a, a an ERA estimator. It says he should have a five ERA. It's on Fangraphs. Uh, you know, FIP is another uh, you know estimator. Uh, his FIP is four and a half. Uh, and yet he has 330 career innings with a 330 ERA. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's go. 
What? I don't get it. <laughs> the one thing I will say is that his career is almost uh, like season to season. It's almost like a collection of small samples. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You, you have the one season in 2019 where, you know, he struck out more batters and uh, he was healthy for a full season. And every other season is like 30 innings, you know, 10 innings, 80 innings. So I, I don't think we actually know. And this is what I was talking about earlier. It's difficult. We don't, I don't think we actually know Dakota Hudson's true value right now. You know, so it's, it is worth debating. Maybe he's the guy that they trade to get Frankie Moe's no, And then you can on. watch him day to day, you know, and you can figure it out for yourself. <laughs> so I don't have to talk about it every day. You know, it, it's always great to talk with you, man. Thanks so much for giving us a little insight into what is obviously going to be an interesting and maybe frustrating uh, trade deadline here in St. Louis. Uh, we look forward to talking with you again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you. 